Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. And on this episode, I have Mr. Travis Northcutt. Mr. Travis Northcutt is a professional at making membership sites. His specialization is to help membership sites grow beyond stagnation. He also helps increase conversion rates and decreases churn to boost your bottom line, all through membership sites. So if you don't know what a membership site is, you're not sure if you need one, we're going to talk to Travis today. He's going to tell us how that's going to help us generate more traffic and leads for our business. Welcome, Travis. Did I miss anything in my intro? No, thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. And uh, yeah, you nailed it. I'm ready to, to dig in. For those that don't know what a membership site is, tell me what a membership site is. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of a, um, it's a, it's a fuzzy definition, but um Generally, the membership sites that we work with are some kind of uh, either educational or producing some kind of training content. Um, That's the most common scenario. And most of them, not all, but most of them also have some sort of community component, whether that's discussion forums or or some other form of, uh, of community interaction there. Okay. Can you give me uh, one of your clients, just a, a good example of one of your clients and what the membership site is so I can yeah. get a, a firm hand, hand grip on this? Yeah. we uh, One of our, our really most favorite clients, uh, we've done some work with a site called cgcookie.com. That's like the letter CG and then cookie.com. And they teach all kinds of uh, computer graphics and 3D modeling, uh, 3D printing, stuff like that. Um, and they have a huge community of people and they have tons of video tutorials on how to use different types of software techniques and then also a thriving you know discussion forum about that same those same topics and that all happens so if i'm interested in that then i go to this website i log in and i have access to the trainings and i have access to uh the forum so it's essentially a login and then access to all this magical content yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yeah okay so how how would that increase like who needs one of those Anybody? Uh, no, you know, membership site is not necessarily a good fit for everybody. Um, we actually, we, we published a book this year and that's actually how we start off the book, which is a little bit contrarian, but we start off the book by saying, hey, this this might not be a good fit for you. Let's talk about that. And one of the, the key things there is um, if you have some sort of ongoing new content that you want to sell access to, if you're producing, you know, that kind of premium content on an ongoing basis, and if your audience, if it makes sense for your audience to have kind of that community aspect, that participation, interaction with each other. And, you know, to be real honest, that's not the case for everyone, but it is the case for a lot of sites. So Yeah. So it seems to me, um, so I'm a web developer. We've been commissioned to build, like I've had clients be like, I want like a social networking site for XYZ demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it's like those things. And I try to consult clients. It's like very rarely do those things take off because everybody is already on Facebook. So why would I choose a membership site versus 
versus say a private Facebook group because everyone's already checking Facebook? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a great question. And some some membership sites even do use Facebook um, as their sort of community interaction component, and that can work really well. That's a great option. Um, it's it's not my favorite option. Why not? My, it's not my favorite option because there are. Um, there are distractions there, right? You go to Facebook and there's mm-hmm. other stuff there. So they're not focused on on that, uh, either that content or that group when they're there. But on the other hand, you know, as with anything, there are pros and cons. And on the other hand, um, you know, some people are, they're going to Facebook anyway, and then they see a notification because they're in your group that, hey, there's a new reply to that, you know, that thing they posted about. So it's definitely uh, not something where there's a hard and fast rule. And a great advantage of using a private Facebook group is that it's an easy way to sort of jumpstart that process and test the waters, you know, pretty easily without a lot of, you know, hiring a developer or, you know, spinning up some new software, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. So I'm guessing, is there some WordPress plugins that can help you with with membership sites or do those not really exist and you need some customization beyond that? No, there are, there are, there are actually more than you might think. Um, You know, there, there are quite a few of them. We don't recommend all of them. But there are several that um, that we do recommend, and, and I can get you links. We can drop links in the show notes for that, um, for sure. Some of my favorite ones off the top of my head are Restrict Content Pro is a really good one. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. And another one, there's WooCommerce, which a lot of people are familiar with. It's one of the big e-commerce plugins for for WordPress. And there is a new memberships plugin uh, kind of add-on for that that works really well. And then a couple other good ones to look at if people are interested are Memberful. And uh, iThemes Exchange is another e-commerce plugin that has a membership add-on as well. Awesome. So if I have a WordPress website and I install WooCommerce, although that has so many other functions, mm-hmm. uh, why, do I, why do I need memberup.co to help me out with anything else? What do you yeah. do? No, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we come in where people either, they either don't have the time or the desire to, to set everything up themselves or they, they have need for you know some kind of custom functionality or real complicated setup that isn't covered out of the box. That's one of the reasons I really love WordPress as a platform is because all these plugins are open source. So we can come in and see what the plugin is doing and add on more custom code that lets us extend that functionality in a myriad of ways and you know do all sorts of, of fun custom stuff. That's that makes a lot of sense. So are most of your so are most of these paid or do you do some free ones and people just kind of use it for for nurturing their list? Tell me about that. You mean in terms of like like access to the membership site yes. being yeah. paid or free? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every every client that we've worked with has been a paid membership site. Um, there are some cases. No, you know what? I actually take that back. We did have a client who had a membership program and it was completely free and they and they did use that as a list building. It's been a while since we worked with them. Um, but they use that pretty successfully as a, as a way of building that list, um, you know, essentially using that that email and login functionality to, you know, be a gatekeeper for, for a lot of their quote unquote premium content. That makes um, sense. Yeah, because then that then that lets you you build your list and you, you know, you can have more interaction with those people. Um, you can then promote any future or current products that you have to them if you have an ebook or some type of course, um, and it gives them a closer connection to your site. It's not just you know a blog that they go to when they happen to see a link to it. It's something they're a part of at that point. That makes sense. So, um, what are some things I need to consider before starting a membership site? 
Um, you, a biggest, the biggest thing is whether it is the best fit for, for what you have to offer. Um, if you, like I mentioned earlier, if you are, you know, continually producing new, um, you know, what I'll call premium content, content that you're going to charge, charge for access to, then a membership uh, site is often a good fit. Um, on the other hand, if you have a bunch of premium content that you've already produced and you're not going to be adding to it and say it's enough, you know, where some training material that people can go through, say in, you know, four weeks that might, might make a, a great fit to just be a quote unquote course that you sell as a one-time fee. Um, and that's not an ongoing, you know, recurring charge. And you might, you might do a lot better with that, um, that structure because it's not as intimidating as someone signing up for a monthly charge that's kind of indefinite. And that's where it gets kind of, the line gets blurred a little bit, right? Between, you know, if this is a membership site or just a, you know, just selling an online course. Um, but, you know, it doesn't really, in the end, it doesn't really matter what you call it. A lot of the strategies do tend to overlap anyway. So essentially, I know that I would need a membership site if if I'm producing content that I essentially want to sell to sell to people, right? Like it's yeah, all about content. Yeah, that's the basics of it. Yeah, okay. that's the basics of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, anything else I need to consider before starting a membership site? Um, you should definitely do your research and your due diligence on what kind of platform you want to build on. And that's because sometimes you don't necessarily get locked into a platform, but changing to a new one can be costly, whether that's in time or money or both. If you have to hire a developer to help you move or just you know do a lot of manual work yourself. So I would really vet um, any, any plugins you're planning on using, payment providers you're planning on using. People love PayPal. And you know sometimes on certain sites, conversion rates for, for your accepting PayPal payments are great. But man, it can be a real pain to move to a new, or excuse me, a new membership platform if you're using PayPal sometimes. So those are a few considerations. Just kind of look at look at what you know, what kind of future needs you envision, what kind of future functionality you hope to add, and uh, and really make sure that the platform you're going with supports that. Okay, so let's talk about um, marketing your your platform for a bit. Um, it seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of membership sites out there. Do you have any tips or or hints on? on how to market your platform or maybe to increase conversion rates to get yeah. people to sign up? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll hit that second thing first, increasing conversion rates. Um, you know, a huge thing, people really underestimate the value of, uh, of an email list. And I think less and less so, you know, people are starting to kind of come around to that more. People are, are getting over the, the idea that, you know, email is dead, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but it's, it plays really well, you know, hand in hand with stuff like social media and organic, you know, SEO and driving, driving traffic that way. Because once someone gets to your site, you really want to take advantage of that fact, right? And not just let them bounce and never come back again. So collecting collecting those email addresses is key. And that's something we push really hard in, in a lot of our educational material is have some kind of lead magnet, have some kind of free offering that people can opt into. You know, they give you their email address and then they get something and it needs to be something that's actually valuable, right? Not just something you've thrown together in 30 minutes, but something that's, you know, taken from your course or a free video, whatever the case may be. And, uh, and they get that in exchange. And then you can kind of nurture that lead over time and they can get comfortable with you before making that purchase. So that's, so, that's one of our biggest keys for, for in- increasing conversion rates. So are you saying build your list before you make the offering of the membership site? 
And then once they trust you, then you say, hey, sign up for this membership site, 50 bucks a month. Yeah, that's that's one way to, to think about it for sure. I would say, I would put it as build your list before you try a hard sell. Um, so don't expect someone to come to your site and join, you know, the moment they get there or even the first time that they get there. They need to get familiar with you and really build that trust. Do you think membership sites are more for people who already have a list and a following? Like, is it that, I mean, you probably need a following before you go all in on a membership site. Is that, is that a fair assessment? That's a, a decent assessment, especially when you consider uh, if you're going to have some sort of community participation, especially like a discussion forum, something like that. Because uh, you don't want to launch that to just a bunch of, you know, to crickets, you know, just a bunch of uh, empty pages or, you know, thread discussion forum threads with two posts and kind of looks a little pitiful after a while. Yeah. So that's definitely a consideration. If you're not having that kind of uh, element or if you're just going to add that later, then, um, you know, I say go ahead and launch, get something out the door, you know, get something in place where people can pay you money and uh, and then work on building your list at the same time. You know, use a lot of that material, um, you know, as you've been putting that offering together to build your list. Yeah. That makes sense. So do you help your customers drive traffic and drive signups to their membership sites or do you leave that to them and you build the technical part of it? We we tend to focus on the technical part and um, on stuff that happens once people get to the site. So we definitely help on uh, on driving signups, on increasing conversion rates. That's one of the key things uh, where a lot of people tend to leave, leave a lot out on the table, uh, to be honest. And we provide some, some kind of strategy and guidance in terms of, uh, in terms of driving traffic. And another thing that's great there is, you know, kind of the, the typical channels that people look at are, are social and SEO, but borrowing other people's audiences is a really fantastic strategy, or even, I guess you would call that a tactic in that case, you know, the kind of reiterating what I was saying earlier about the power of email, you know, if you can find someone who you can, you know, uh, make some kind of deal with, whether that's an affiliate deal or just, you know, offering their, you know, their audience, a special discount on a membership to your site, whatever the case may be and having them, uh, you know, even if that's just a, a footnote in the email that goes out to their list or to their community, um, that can be a great way to jumpstart something. That's cool. So you have seen success with that, with that technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Borrowing audiences, man, is so underrated. Uh, the power of, of a big email list uh, is, is really huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So uh, when it comes to conversion, conversion, when people come to the site, do you have any tips or tricks on how to make that, is it to make that landing page super successful? What are, what are the secrets? Tell me. Yeah, there's, you know, there's not any hard and fast rule that applies to, um, applies across all kind of niches or or industries. Um, I will say that, that having something that's very visible, not obnoxious, you know, I I kind of get conflicted about pop-up windows and stuff for, for taking email addresses on some sites, they convert really, really well. And on others, they don't. And so that's kind of one of those things where you have to see what works for your site. And there are tools out there to, you know, to let you measure that and test different variations, et cetera. Uh, and those are great to use. So I would definitely say that is don't, um, don't just set something and then forget it. Uh, always kind of be, you know, be assessing, am I doing this the right way? But um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely focus on, on those landing pages, um, whether that's on blog posts, on, you know, on your homepage or sales page, really be aggressive about, uh, about email signups and not just as a, Hey, sign up for updates, but like I mentioned off or earlier, offering a 
you know, a lead magnet is the kind of the term that people use now. Um, you know, something of value that they can they can get in exchange for for dropping that email address. Do you have your favorite types of lead magnets? It seems like PDFs might be on their way out. Is there any lead man- magnets that seem to be working pretty well for your customers right now? Yeah, you know, you mentioned that PDFs being on the way out, and we've kind of seen that too. That seems to be turning down. It seems like for a while that was you know definitely the preferred thing. Um, we we've seen a lot of success both for ourselves. And and for our clients with kind of email mini courses is mm-hmm. typically what we call them. And so that'll be anywhere from a, you know, a three to, you know, up to maybe probably 10 email sequence that'll go out over the course of a few days or even a few weeks. And, um, you know, then from there you can still, you know, once that sequence is finished, if someone hasn't bought or even if they have, you can still kick them over to, you know, sort of your, your main list or your main sequence that goes out to people. Um, but that's probably my favorite type of lead magnet right now. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. I want to, I want to circle back to something you mentioned earlier, which was, um, a membership site or an online course? How do I know which one to offer? You know, that's, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say if you're unsure, then start with an online course. And that's because then you're not kind of under pressure, uh, under the gun to keep churning out new valuable content constantly. Uh, and, and the definition of an online course is... Yeah, I would call an online course something that's a, a time-limited, not necessarily a limited amount of time that someone has access to the content, but it's content that is going to take them, you know, X number of days or weeks to go through. And maybe they have lifetime access to it, but it's, you know, it's these 10 videos or it's, you know, these five pages and then worksheets that go with them or whatever the case may be. Yeah, something where it's, it's, a, lim- it's a set amount of content. It's, they're not getting more content later on. They're paying, you know, paying one time for it. Maybe that's in installments, you know, over the course of six months or something, but it's a set amount of money up front. And do you help people um, setting up online courses too? Yeah, we do. Um, We do. And and a lot of times those will be done in conjunction with um, some type of ongoing um, offering as well. So I have a client right now who has been selling these these kind of one-off courses for a while. So people can buy a course on, you know, topic X, Y, or Z. And we're in the process of adding an on a subscription offering to that. So it's really, again, kind of, you know, blurring those lines where it's not, you know, it's not a, a very clear, uh, it either is or isn't a course or a membership site. You know, it's, it's all just, um, it's all just people paying you money for, your, <laughs> you know, your smarts, your, your good stuff that you can give them. So awesome. it, it kind of doesn't really matter what you call it at the end of the day. Fair enough. Okay. Um, a couple more questions for you. So how much, and you can say, give me a call for a quote, how much in general does a basic, and I, I'm a web developer, so I really hate this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How much? <laughs> yeah, people want to know. No, I mean, uh, yeah, people how want to know much? the answer to it. Yeah. So a basic membership site, uh, if you came to us and you had pretty straightforward needs, um, a lot of it depends on if you need any custom design, um, you know, any custom functionality, but I would say the, the, the floor for us is going to be probably around three or $4,000. Um, and that's going to be pretty, something pretty basic. And I'll be real honest with you. We're not the cheapest. And so a lot of clients, people who come to us, we tell them, Hey, here's how you should build your site. Let's maybe do a road mapping session where we're going to lay out a plan for you. You go get it built a lot cheaper. And then we help you with the strategy stuff because that's where we offer the most value. Wow. Like you don't, because you don't, you can't turn out a basic membership site. Like you're not even going to mess with that for three or 4,000 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. Huh? And and that's the thing I want to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to be fair to people and say, look, 
we're not going to take on a project unless we can make sure that you're going to get a really good ROI for it. That's awesome. And if we know there's somebody out there who can do the same job, you know, a lot cheaper than us and just as good, honestly, in a lot of cases, then it makes sense to go with them. Now, if you need a lot of custom design and functionality, then, then yeah, we'll tell you, yeah, you could probably go get this done cheaper, but then you're going to be frustrated six months later. So let's talk. Oh, everyone, yeah. everyone's frustrated with their web developers. So mm-hmm. um, let final question, which is let's talk about free trials. Do you offer free trials? Do you recommend that? What's your stance? Yeah, I, my stance is that I like free trials uh, if they work. <laughs> um, and sometimes if they, they work. work. Tell me yeah. what that means. Yeah. So, so sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Um, you know, it's 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 hard because you it can be hard to measure um, because there can be a lot of disconnect there, and getting them even just getting the measurement tools uh, in place and and set up in the right way can be hard. But um, I definitely think free trials are worth considering. I do think that people probably tend to have too long of a free trial. So if you have a free trial that's like thirty days, that's I will say that's too long unless. I don't know, unless your your price point is really, really high. Um, I like short free trials. And during that free trial, this is the key. During that free trial, you need to be emailing that person. Uh, you should have tools in place that let you know if they are active on the site, if they're watching, you know, if you have videos, if they're watching the videos, if they're viewing posts on the site and, uh, and re- making sure that they're engaged through that free trial. Because if they're not, they're not going to convert. Then they just signed up on a whim and they're not coming back. Um, so I definitely would, would encourage people to, to really make sure that those trial users are engaged and also to test whether or not you're taking that credit card information up front or not. That's yeah, another, I was going to ask you about that. One. Like, um, um, I just signed up for a membership site and it was like $1 for a month mm-hmm. and I was fine with that. Do you see that that is better that you get my credit card and get, and I pay you a dollar and then next month you charge me the 50 bucks or does a free trial work better? Yeah, I actually, I think I know the site you're talking about and I, I like that model. I really do um, because it gets them used to paying you money. Uh, and that's the same thing. You know, we also, we, we have some clients who, yeah, do kind of info producty kind of stuff, and um, having that that really cheap offering is a great way, kind of into someone's wallet, so to speak, um, and not in a sneaky way at all, right? You're not trying to trick them. You're not saying, "Oh, we'll never charge you," and then you charge them. Yeah, um, but sometimes it feels like they just want my credit card because they know I'm going to forget to cancel this, and so. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, yeah, I'll definitely say that. Don't try to build a business on people forgetting to cancel. <laughs> yeah, that's a poor strategy because while it might get you a month or two, maybe three of renewals, <laughs> it's not going to get you a good long term. Nobody's value. that lazy. <laughs> exactly. That's like the old. Uh, I remember the old like uh, what was it like Columbia Records or something <laughs> yeah, where right. you would you know get the unlimited and they would send you the stuff and then the prices went way up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's why they're not. You don't see that anymore. So because <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> All right. Well, Travis, uh, can you tell everybody where to find you and anything else you want to add to this conversation? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me at memberup.co. That's our website. Uh, anyone is free to feel free to shoot me personally an email, Travis at memberup.co. Um, and then uh, one other thing to add for any kind of freelancers or consultants out there listening, uh, I just launched a book with my, uh, my mastermind group that we co-wrote and it's at independentconsultingmanual.com and it's just packed with value. So I would definitely encourage people to go check that out. And if you use the discount code member up, then you get 20% off. 
Awesome. That sounds like some value there. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, Travis, for being on the show today. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lindsay. I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay from trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.